Welcome to the Connect with County Leaders podcast, a monthly opportunity to meet and connect with Fairfax County leaders, to learn about the latest county news and information, and hear more on specific Fairfax County programs and services. Now here's your host, Jim Person, with this month's guest. Well, hello, and welcome to Connect with County Leaders. I'm Jim Person, and on this month's show, we're joined again by Fairfax County Executive Brian Hill, who, as you know, if you're a regular listener or if you're just with us, Mr. Hill joins us every other month to uh, talk about stuff going on in Fairfax County and several topics we want to get to today, Mr. Hill. But first, welcome back. Good to see you again. Hey, good morning. How are you? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Hey, thanks for the diet, Dr. Pepper. I appreciate you. You told me last time. No, I one. didn't tell you. I kind of <laughs> suggested. I mean, t- directing, I don't do that. Really? Well, I, I might suggest. Well, I caught the suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, but you you turned it down. You said you're not you're not drinking sodas. You're sticking to water. I'm proud of you. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to drop some weight a little bit, living a little we better, all, living well. We? Yeah, we, you know, we do a lot of good things here in the county. And I have to do my part, so I'm getting up probably about 5 o'clock most mornings, doing mm-hmm. about 5 to 7 miles a day before really? I come into work. Yeah, it kind of clears my mind, R- getting ready. Running, or running run, walking, wow. whatever. It depends. It, it really depends on if I played basketball the night before. Um, wow. If I played the night before, it's definitely a walk. Yeah. <laughs> um, All that Dunkin' you're doing, right? Just yeah, I tell you, that knees. Dunkin' Donuts, you know, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, trying to get my mind clear and, mm-hmm. and, and put forth uh, 100% effort on a daily basis because, you know, we have 15,000-plus employees that we mm-hmm. think about, the board, myself, everybody, mm-hmm. uh, trying to make it a better place for all. You know, we've yeah. had a lot of upheaval um, in the Commonwealth over the last couple weeks. So, you know, we're just trying to ensure that everybody knows that we have each other's back as we move forward. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to have some of that me time, how, how, however you find it, you know, running, walking, just well, meditating in front yeah. of the fish tank. So. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I, I will say this. I do wear lighter clothes in the, in the, at 5 o'clock in the morning. Cars don't like people running at that time. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I put a dent in somebody's car <laughs> when they, they were making a right turn. I'm in the crosswalk, and oh, I kind of, no. yeah. Well, that is a that is a major issue that our police and transportation folks are dealing with. Absolutely, is pedestrian safety. Absolutely, so, yeah. yeah. Be be safe and be careful I'm out trying. there. Whoever's I'm trying my best. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I want to start the show on a kind of heavy note, uh, if if you don't <clears> mind. Uh, something that's been on uh, everybody's mind since uh, late May when this occurred. The uh, shooting incident at Virginia Beach uh, with the government. Uh, I know that wasn't uh, very far from where you used to be at James City County. Uh, some personal connections there as well, but also talk a little bit about, you know, just the impact on county government here as well as other kind of jurisdictions. Yeah, well, you know, again, um, I, I try to communicate as much as I can to our team here um, through email, through our county exec walk. Um, just in the hallway, I reached out to Dave Hansen, who was the city manager of Virginia Beach, and uh, you know he didn't hire me in mm-hmm. one of my in my younger years when I tried to get a job down there. But we, even though he didn't hire me, we re- we really remained friends and tight. Um, I got news of the uh, of the horrific shooting um, that happened on that day. Uh, within 40 minutes, I called him. He picked up the phone. Wow, and. Um, you know, it was two. It was two brothers just talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, the folks down in Virginia Beach um, went through a lot, still going through a lot, and I just wanted to make sure he understood that uh, his friends in Fairfax and in James City County are, um, are behind them 100 percent. 
Um, Chase Sudeth went down for a memorial service and presented him with a plaque. Um, the folks in LDS and the Herity Building took pictures um, as a part of that plaque and that symbolism of family and friendship. Um, Dave and I haven't spoken a lot prior to my coming to Fairfax, but over the last uh, month and a half, um, we've spoken more. So, mm-hmm. And it wasn't about the shooting um, per se. It was about transportation needs and things mm-hmm. as such mm-hmm. that kind of impact him down there. But since the um, shooting, we we talk regularly, like maybe once a week, if not more. Mm-hmm. Um, send him a text this morning or last night saying, you know, keep your head up. I'm on my run at five o'clock in the morning, and he's a old, he's you know a military guy. Charge forward! We're going forward. We're going to be just fine. And he right. sends that text at five o'clock a.m. and he said, "I know you're asleep because <laughs> you guys don't work. work you, don't, you don't work like we work in right. in Virginia Beach." And I responded back, "Yeah, we've been up for four hours doing our thing. Right. So um, <laughs> um, just that solidarity, yeah. you know. It's people put put uh, put competitions and jurisdictions against each other." This is all about us. Mm-hmm. We we need to figure out a better way, and our our continued dialogue has made me um, more resolved to look at things that we do here in the county. Um, the state legislature allows firearms in our building and government complexes. Mm-hmm. Um, employees can't have them, but individuals can. Right. Would if we ban that, would that stop what happened in in Virginia Beach? Well, that was an employee who had access. So I've been asking our team, um, when you see somebody, instead of walking in the hallways with your head down, pick your head up and look at people. Make sure you're diligent because what you see and what I see could prevent something. Mm -hmm. So be more diligent. And, you know, I I tease our new employees because every... Two weeks or so, I introduce, you know, I introduce ourselves, myself, as well as the deputies to mm-hmm. at least 80 to 100 new employees. This is not New York City. Pick up your head when you're walking through. Right. You know, family first. That's a key. Um, if you see something, let somebody know. Right. Take the take the training classes that Kathy Spage and DHR, Department Human Resources. See, I'm getting my acronyms down right. right. There you go. Um, puts out there. We have a mental health toolbox right. training session so you can see factors, things, um, behavioral health specialists. We have a lot of things we do in, in Fairfax County, but we have to be more diligent as a, as a team and mm-hmm. as a, as a um, cohesive unit. Right. And this is what I'm trying to do um, with getting out and about to each and every staff member and say, I have your back. Please have mine. Mm-hmm. The Board of Supervisors has your back. Let's look and see how we can make things better. Right. Well, that's good advice for for residents, for anybody, too. Just pay attention to your surroundings. You know better than anybody what your normal day is like, the comings, the goings, the the sights, the cars, the things that you see on a regular basis. And if Mm -hmm. kind of the hair on your arm goes up when you see something, you know, you're not overreacting. Like you said, just tell somebody. It it may be nothing. It may be something. Right. Just pay attention. Just paying attention. I mean, you know. I can't I can't stress that enough, Jim. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to do the best job I possibly can. I'm trying to lead the best way I can. But I tell you, it was a tough day to talk to my friend. Yeah. My friend, I mean, we're still going through things. What do you do with sure. a building that you just spent $30 million on renovating? Mm-hmm. 
what do you do with that? Mm-hmm. I mean, what are the if what would the taxpayer appreciate you saying you're not going to use that building anymore? Right. I mean, so uh, you know, we we have 12 individuals that were um, that were victims of this horrific crime, but you have thousands of people that were impacted. Mm-hmm. How do you handle that? So what right. they're going through and what he's done has been absolutely amazing. He took Friday the day off, after the day off. Um, the Monday was a day off. He had grief counseling. He had the convention center down there full of his team trying to go through the, the, um, all the processes and paces that are associated with something like this. And he's slowly... They're slowly getting back, but right. they will never be where they were. Right. You can't. How can you? You know, um, yeah. there's a football term. You know, as my son played college football, he was on the defensive side, but the offensive guys always had to have their head on a swivel. And that's what we have to do. We always have to have our head on a swivel, looking around, making sure everything's good. Mm-hmm. And we won't get into the commentary about how sad that is that we have to, but uh, that's, that's, that's just the way it is nowadays. Unfortunately. Yeah. And you mentioned the counselors. I think our uh, community services board, I think, sent counselors down to Virginia Beach. Other agencies were involved. Oh, so, we, had know, a, we had just, six, seven agencies involved. Yeah. And, you know, um, Daryl Washington, CSB, was on it quick. Uh, John Butler. We had some folks from our police department, so we we did a really do, yeah. really good job. And it is about teamwork. It's not about Virginia Beach or Fairfax County. It's about people. Right. And we all have to be understanding that all people are great people. We we are a team. We are a family, and we have to get better. We have to respect each other mm. as we move into this dark right. phase of of, of humanity. Right. We, respect is is needed, and that's what I'm trying to implore here. Um, I don't make every decision that you like, but please know that I'm only making decisions based upon what I think is best for the county. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's uh, let's move to another topic if we can. Um, county strategic plan. Let's talk a little bit about that. That was a big initiative for you uh, when when you came on board as as county executive of Fairfax County. The strategic planning is underway. I think um, my notes here. Uh, more than a thousand people participated in meetings and focus groups. Nearly fifteen thousand residents took an, uh, and employees as well took an online survey to share their visions for the future of Fairfax County. Talk a little bit about strategic plan. Kind of where are we at now in that uh, that process? Well, you know, I'm greedy. Um, we had about ten percent of uh, county residents that were touched by this, and unfortunately, you know, I always want a hundred percent. So I'm always trying to figure out ways to get there. I didn't do that well in college, so I don't know why I would suspect I get a hundred percent today. But I'm still going to try. Right, right. Well, at least we're um, trying. So yeah, we we had the strategic plan and initiatives, and and when we have gotten down to our challenge questions and our nine topics. Um, I am trying to get a plan in place for our new board. Okay. We're going to have new people and we're going to have a new board. We will still have some members from the current board, but trying to get us in a prioritized fashion of what we see and what we need to do for the county so we can budget and take care of our finances in a pragmatic way as opposed to coming back and forth and not, and when I say as opposed to coming back and forth, fighting for things that are not what we consider priorities. Mm. So the priorities that, I've, that I view going forward are going to be the things that we really get done through 
the board saying, yes, these are our priorities. And if then something new comes in, mm-hmm. we have to figure out a way to modulate if we can afford it now or later or when is the best time to do it. Coupled with uh, and that has to be in line with our CIP, which is a five-year program, and our comprehensive plan, which is a 20-year program. So we have our aspirations over here in our comprehensive plan. We have things that we're doing in our capital improvements plan, CIP. Mm-hmm. When I when we do some of these CIP um, projects, it should take things off of our right. comprehensive plan and allows us to retool as we continue to go. So we're always fresh and clean and moving forward. Um, the strategic planning process, in my view, has been um, an enlightening, enlightening thing for many people. I've had people not in their comfort level. Mm. Um, people who are in finance are working on economic development. Um, people who are in economic development might be on education and life learning. learning. Mm. So it just is a way for me and the others to understand if we make a decision over here mm-hmm. in codes, how does it impact fire and rescue? Right. Because right. it does. Right. Talented people who have experience, but looking outside their stovepipe at something that brings a fresh set of eyes to it, I guess. Absolutely. And it keeps us out of the siloed mentality, yeah. which many bureaucratic, bureaucratic governments are saddled with today. Right. I want to open it up to free flow. When the board gives us a directive or board tells us that they want to do and go in a certain fashion, I want that big thinking kind of philosophy to say, all right, how do we get there efficiently, effectively, and more importantly, what's the best way to get there for our residents? Hmm. We mentioned the board a couple of times. Uh, Interesting, uh, just, uh, you know, since I've been here, which is, I don't know, what, 13 years or something, 2001, I, I don't think I have ever seen the amount of turnover that's going to happen on a board that will happen this coming November, what, almost like half of the board is not running or something? Well, I, I got to go back. You Now, what's your job title? Public information officer. My man said 2001, 13 years. Uh, I'm not a math person. Okay, I'm just making sure. <laughs> I just I just want to make sure. We got to have some fun here sometime because I I, I, I I thought I wasn't a math person math when I heard not, 2001. And math is not my subject. This is going to be aired in uh, 2019, right? I think so. Wow. Okay. Well, if I can keep you an extra five years, that's a good thing. Years? No, no, no. Right? If I, no, no, no. We're at 13 because I like you. Okay. I want you to stay an extra five, all right? Okay. All right. <laughs> My wife says I can't ever retire. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, I'm, I'm precedented. Yeah, I guess. Um, you know, Sharon Boulevard, she's the chair. Um, she's been here a few years. She's ran Fairfax County in a great way. Um you know, I'm going to miss her. Mm-hmm. You know, no disrespect to the incoming chairs. Right. Let me tell you something. When that young lady calls me and Sue Robinson comes in my office and says, uh, the chairman wants you in her office, I'm like, oh, my goodness, I'm going to the principal's office. Right. And nine out of ten times is with a smile on my face. Right. Um, but, no, she's been awesome to work with. She's made me, allowed me to make my mistakes, and she's allowed mm-hmm. me the opportunities to do new things, and she's also – in my ear telling me where I need to move and how I need to get there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a county executive coming in not knowing anything, that's the best thing you can have. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's been absolutely spectacular. Right. Uh, Kathy Hudgens from Hunter Mill, um, this is going to be her last six months. You know, she's been very good to the residents in, in that district. 
John Cook and Braddock District. Um, he has been um, one of those board members who have challenged my thought process mm-hmm. constantly, which actually gets me going because, you know, when you have a lawyer coming at you about things, <laughs> right. you tend to think a little bit more um, critically when you're thinking about how to get right. it done. Right. So I really appreciated the dialogue with him. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're going to be missing um, several board members. Um, Linda Smith in Providence District, let me tell you, she's running the Commonwealth as far as I'm concerned. Mm. You know, the land development that we've done in the Tyson's Corner, um, that, that land development and the way she's put it together, it's basically the engine of the Commonwealth. Mm. Wow. I mean, you think about the the assessed values that are sixteen billion dollars. She has done an amazing job with um, working through and building that Providence district. I, I don't know what else I could say, but I'm very happy to have been able to be a part of uh, the board members that are leaving, and I'm looking forward to the board members right. that are coming in. Right. Um, it's been a <laughs> it's been an interesting time. Um, and it's we'll, been, and we'll continue to get more interesting, I'm sure. <laughs> well, yeah, um, it's been interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, it's been interesting. Kind of, kind of transition into summer here in a minute. But one of the things about summer is July 1st. That's a, um, a kind of a key date. Uh, as we talked about the last time you were here, I always have difficulty with the fiscal year and when it starts <laughs> and the calendar year. But July 1st, I think, starts a fiscal year. So I, I think there's some reorganizations that are going to be going on, um, you know, starting this month. Yeah. Uh, in line with the strategic plan and moving us forward and thinking differently and how we operate and, pro- and procure our businesses and services to the county, we have several new organizations um, different names, new people leading them. Um, Department of Clerk Services is Jill Cooper is going to be taking over. Uh, that was a merger of the Planning Commission staff and the clerk to the board staff. Chad, Kathy Chinese is retiring in October, so perfect time for us to mm-hmm. say, okay, um, we have some other operational concerns that we have needing to fill holes in within certain areas within the county what's an opportunity for us to kind of merge things together and get like like jobs together so we have a seamless system as opposed to um system that may take one one avenue and then mm-hmm. when you're ready to go down the second avenue you have to kind of stitch it together mm. as opposed to just doing it the same way from start to stop okay um, department. Get, I'm sorry, trying to get some like, economies of scale, some efficiency. And trying some to, synergy. Yeah, okay. And oh. some synergy okay. between the Planning Commission and the Board of Supervisors staff levels, not the two boards. Right. We have to ma- remain autonomy, but the staff levels are doing a somewhat okay. similar to the same thing. Gotcha. Uh, department of Planning and Development, um, Barbara Byron's taking over that, and that's a, a, con- um, a merger of um, planning and zoning DPZ, as we call it, and OCR, Office of Community Revitalization, moving them together with the onus of finding a new deputy department director to help with that synergy and that move. Uh, Barbara Byron's leading it as of right now, um, and she's going to stay on with us as long as I am nice to her. (laughs) 
Um, so I'm hoping to stay nice to her for a very long time. Right, right. Um, but we're looking at that because I think there's some continuity and there's economies of scale there as well. Mm. You know, then you look at the Office for Children that has been pulled out of DFS and placed in mm. um, DFS, Department of Family Services, mm. and placed in NCS, uh, Neighborhood Community Services, with Chris Leonard. And that's more about a communication mm. and ability for Fairfax County to keep things within Fairfax County. And I'll give you a quick example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we have a uh, child protective services issue in the current model, since they're in the same unit, it can't go to Fairfax County Police to investigate. It has to go to Prince William. Oh, so that could be a delay. Yeah. Not saying it, it ever has been, but it could right. be. So instead of looking at it the way it is, if you just move this over to here, they're out of the, they're not in the same organization. Oh, okay. And then we can have an investigation by Fairfax County. So we're saving time getting right. to a situation because if it's CPS, Child Protective Services, there's a child involved. Mm-hmm. They're the most vulnerable people. Mm-hmm. They're, well, they're one of several vulnerable, but we don't want them to be vulnerable. So we need to be able to, mm-hmm. to react uh, a little bit quicker. Well, that's interesting that, that all the, the when you think reorgs, you're thinking major, massive. It, it really doesn't have to be that way. It Just doesn't. these minor things can, can really make an impact. You know, and people get scared with change and reorgs and oh, this yeah. and that. Yeah. You know, look, I'll say this to everybody in this county. Uh, my job is not to get rid of anybody. My job is to make them run a little bit more efficiently. Mm. That's all I care about. That's all I want to do. And I want to make sure that when we run efficiently, you can go home at night and enjoy your family. Mm. That's the key. Uh, I, I go home and my mom and I sit up and talk and then she falls asleep and I tell her to go to bed. <laughs> and I'm happy because right. then I get the big TV. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. Um, when we also have um, the Office of Environmental and Energy uh, Coordination. Um, as you know, we've had several board matters as well as conversations about energy mm-hmm. and solar and trying to get to a place where we are uh, understanding our carbon footprint. Uh, big props to Jessica Lavender um, for SoulSmart Silver mm-hmm. Award that we just received. Um, we're looking forward to a board – sorry – bringing forward something to the board on July 25th to get us the ability to be soul smart gold. So we're mm. moving forward. So these are all a part of our strategic planning process. Think a little bit bigger. Think about how we can coordinate and make ourselves into the leaders that we are. Right. Um, and also, last but not least, Rachel Flynn um, and I have crafted an idea for uh, the Department of Economic Initiatives. Mm-hmm. And we're looking at the EDA, which is the Economic Development Authority, which is a, a separate organization. Uh, they bring in big business. Well, I'm still looking at what do we do with the small business because 90% of our businesses in Fairfax County have 50 or less employees. Right. So we have to ensure that we don't price ourselves out of the market or do things um, that allow them to leave us. Right. Because that is really the life and blood of our right. county. Right. Tyson's is a great example of the big, mm-hmm. but the rest of it is the small mom and pop shops that we want to be a little bit, give them a little bit more hand holding, a little bit more caring right. um, as they continue to be a part of our life right, right here in uh, Fairfax County. Okay. All right. So a lot of a lot of neat things yeah. going on, and, in my and, view. And we'll continue. A lot of you know these things aren't just going to you know snap overnight. You know it's. It, 
July 1st happened. Now it's all done. It's 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 a work in progress. Kind of keeps going. It's been working in progress for 18 <laughs> months, 12 days, and 14 hours. But you know who's counting? Who's counting? <laughs> Dr. Pepper. Uh, diet, Dr. Pepper. Oh, diet. That's Pepper. right. Sorry. That's right. Hey, I want to talk county employees for just a minute yep. before we get to summer. Summer fun. Um, county exec trek. I know you've you've been involved in that. Uh, employee brown bags, having lunch and 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 talking to employees, kind of hearing what's on their mind. What have you learned? What are you hearing? And, and what's kind of stood out at you with these lunches as, as well as the county exec track, which is more of a fun type event? I realize that we have a lot of employees and they all expect me to remember their first name. <laughs> That's what I realized. I'm glad to yeah. see you. Not I was me. in the EAC meeting today and lady, new lady. Um, DIT. I forgot her name already. Really? I'm sorry, but I, I know her face. And she said, we met before. Did they count exec track? I was like, okay. Right. I'm sorry. Um, you know, as I get older, my memory doesn't doesn't you're last not, as long as it used you're to. You're not as old as I, and I, you know, I have a horrible time with I'm that. I'm not going there, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> if, if your name wasn't written down here, I might not remember. I, I, I'm with you, brother. But anyway. I'm with you. So what I've been hearing is, you know, we have a very engaged staff that wants to do a great job. Yeah. Um, there, some some staff members are looking for for leadership. Some staff members are praising leadership. You know, it's no different than a family situation. We have uh, some family members who want more and want to go in one direction, but maybe not understanding all the pieces. Hmm. And then we have other staff members who just want to come, do their job, go home. I get that, but we have to be better strategically, efficiently, and more effective in what we do. Because if we continue doing it the same way. Mm-hmm. We're going to get passed by, mm-hmm. and we can't afford to be passed by. But the, the 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 brown bag lunches have been absolutely amazing to listen and to have open and free dialogue. Um, the last brown bag lunch I had was very different than the first okay. from the first brown bag lunch yeah, I had. Um, you know, and it goes up and down. Yeah. Some are very effervescent, and they say, "Well." This is the greatest place to work, and we appreciate doing this and this and this. Others come in and say, you know, if we change this, it would be a lot better. Mm-hmm. And if we look at this, it would be a lot better. I like both sides mm-hmm. um, because I know nothing's perfect. Right. I'm not perfect. You probably are, but I'm not perfect. Right. And we all have to change and do better, right? And we all have to ebb and flow with what's going on in the, mm-hmm. in the world. And how do we kind of tilt our axis? Mm-hmm. To move us forward, you know, my thing is this: you work for Fairfax County, you have ample amount of training opportunities. You can move up the food chain quite rapidly if you're willing to put in the effort. Mm. So the opportunities are there for right. each and every employee. Question is, how do we get you there? Right. And that's a lot of what we talk about: is professional development and mm, succession okay. planning, and the strategic plan and how all that works. Because I have put that strategic plan together to ensure that I do have a succession management tool mm-hmm. because there's people on here that you probably never heard of, mm-hmm. people working on the strategic plan that you never heard of. Mm-hmm. Many of our deputies are saying, wow, that person is in this department and I didn't know that person existed. I'm pegging them for something else mm-hmm. already just mm-hmm. by the way they handle themselves in these meetings. We've had a lot of staff be involved. Um, some staff are, are are involved and take it and are taking it and run with it. Some are thinking about outside the box things. So it's kind of a good thing to watch yeah. because we do need a succession management plan and a tool. 
And I think we've done a very good job in starting to identify other individuals that can rise up. Mm -hmm. In addition to the employees that you're reaching out to through brown bags, you have the county exec track, other type of employee meetings. I mentioned the Employee Advisory Council, I think is what it is, the EAC. A lot of opportunities there, but you're also out and about in the public constantly going to meetings, going to different places. I know you were at Celebrate Fairfax, but maybe enjoying the enjoying Celebrate Fairfax, but also, you know, <laughs> me, meeting folks and seeing folks. Um, we talked about this, I think, on the first time you were here, that you're, you're really one of those guys that is out there and, and in the public and seeing the events and those kind of things. What are you kind of hearing and learning from, from that side of the coin? We talked about the employees, but now the residents. Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, when I was in James City County, I used to go uh, to the supermarket at 6 a.m. because I didn't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> um, here in Fairfax at 6 a.m., there's still a lot of people in right, the supermarket, right. so it, it doesn't work anymore. So you're uh, running instead. Yeah, the residents here have been absolutely great. The ones that have um, witnessed the – I shouldn't say witnessed. The ones that have talked to me. I've always talked about things that they don't like. Mm -hmm. And when we have the conversation, well, I didn't know that. Uh, I'll give you an example. I was in Whole Foods, mm -hmm. and a gentleman sitting next to me overheard me talking to, I think it was Chief Butler or Dave Roy, something was going on. And he asked me what I did for a living, and I said, oh, I just work for the county. And I continue eating my food. But what do you do for the county? I said, I'm administration. I continue eating right, my right. food. So he pulls up the county website. He looks at his phone, looks at me, <laughs> right. he puts the phone right next to me and says, is that you? I said, I don't see anything because the phone was next to me. He, I was like, yeah, that's me. He said, well, you're the county executive. I got a problem. You, we had a uh, uh, shooting in a school, and it was a Fairfax County officer. I said, no, sir, that was not in another, wasn't in a Fairfax County school. It was in Northern Virginia. I didn't go into specifics with mm -hmm. him, and I kind of broke it down for him and said, mm -hmm. Didn't happen in Fairfax County, but I know what you're talking about. Mm. He said, I didn't know that. I've been going around for the last three years saying, I said, wow. but, you know, so being able to, after 18 months, understand the things in the past mm -hmm. and actually talk to the residents and kind of de-escalate, because that's what we need to do is de-escalate and have a little dialogue so we can move forward. Um, he didn't pay for my meal. <laughs> <laughs> which un, which was a little unsettling because I thought I was, you know, he right. took my time. I was eating, you know. Uh, but for the most part, the, the residents have been great. Yeah. Um, I had a request from a resident to um, have a George Washington student come interview me. So I said, sure. Hmm. As a resident, right. I, you know, my thing is if the residents are asking things that make sense right. and can better somebody, yeah, we do it. If yeah. it doesn't make sense... I just have to figure out a nice way to tell them that doesn't make sense, right. but maybe we can try something else. Okay. So it's been a it's been a very positive experience yeah. thus far. All right. Summertime. Got any big plans before we wrap it up? And we got a couple of minutes left. Well, um, I'm going to a wedding at some point, and my mom and I are going to go to Canada. And I tell you, the biggest thing I do in the summertime is I have a I have a vehicle with a convertible that I just drive around Fairfax nice. County and just enjoy myself. Uh, I'm not a big into much of anything. Uh, the the big plans is my youngest son goes to Virginia Tech on July 7th. Mm. Um, as you know, my phone was ringing during this podcast. That was my oldest son heading to Wingate College to get his master's. Uh, he's leaving today, uh, and then. Um, my middle son 
Devin is going to UVA. So those mm-hmm. are the things, getting the boys ready for school, mm-hmm. uh, making sure my mom's okay, yeah. you know, uh, making sure I get up do my seven miles in the morning, clear my head. Listen, I'll buy you a diet, Dr. Pepper, but I am not going to come running with you at 5 o'clock I'm going to talk morning. to Mrs. Person, let me tell you. <laughs> she, would, she, would probably, she would probably agree with you and not me. Well, you know what? Bob and I are going to get you out. Okay. That's what we're going to do, I'm right, put, Bob? I'm a, I'm a, my man. See, I'm a Bob, put you, thumbs Bob's up. the engineer yeah. behind the scenes. Hey, thumb up. <laughs> I'm put you on the spot. What, a year and a half uh, here or so, out and about seeing all these kind of things, uh, Favorite highlight, favorite uh, place to go in Fairfax County, something you really enjoyed in your t- in your time out and about that you've seen in the county? Favorite highlight in the county? Yeah. See, I told you I'm going to put you on the spot. I didn't yeah. put you on this one. You know, there's so many things I could say about that. Any time I'm out and about, it's been it's been a great highlight. I will say I was at the Burgundy and Gold um um, benefit for children. Um, Joe Gibbs is uh, the uh, person who runs mm-hmm. the Burgundy and Gold, and he does a fantastic job. Millions and millions of dollars going to disadvantaged young people. I got to sit a table away from Joe Gibbs, but I actually had an opportunity uh, to chat with Boomer Esiason, who was a mm-hmm. University of Maryland quarterback. I was not there when he was there. But I noticed that nobody was talking to Boomer because he's a Jet, he's a Cincinnati Bengal, he's not a Washington Redskin, and quite frankly, I'm a New Yorker, so I'm still listening to WFAN Sports Radio. So I kind of, you know, go over to Boomer and I'm like, "Can you believe we got the third pick in the NBA draft?" He's like, "Man, we're in mourning." I was like, "Gosh," <laughs> I said, "Man, that was almost as bad as you playing for Richie Kotite." And he looked over at me. <laughs> He said, where are you from? I said, I'm from New York area. I actually worked at University of Maryland. I remember watching you in the Super Bowl. You really sucked. sucked." And he said, sucked? I said, yeah, you were pretty bad. He said, Brian, we got up. We were down 14 to 10, and I threw a touchdown. It was 17-10. And I said, but you left too much time on the clock because Joe Montana came back and scored. He's like, yeah. I said, did you tell him the Disney World story? He said, yeah. Mm-hmm. I said, and then the cameras went to the other side of the field and you didn't go to Disneyland, did you? He's like, no. Mm-hmm. And we had a great time talking. Uh, and the funniest thing of that entire night, we had a bet about Adrian Peterson. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm going to throw the pass from the dais, because he was a keynote speaker, to Adrian Peterson, and I bet you he catches the ball. I said, I bet you 100 he doesn't. That ball hit Adrian Peterson straight in his nose and <laughs> fell down. And Boomer, when, and it's so funny, Boomer Sison's like almost 60 years old. Right. He threw this pass, and you heard the shh out of his hand. And I'm looking, going over five tables, six tables, seven tables, and it hits Adrian's hands right through, right through and hit him in the nose. <laughs> so, you know, AP is like, we're going to do that again. Right. And Boomer said, you want me to throw it a little softer? That was the funniest night. Right. I mean, that was a, one of the highlights of being here. Um, being able to be out with the people, going to Green Springs Park, going to Colvin Mill Run. And my favorite park is Frying Pan because oh. I just like watching the little kids have fun with yeah. all the animals. animals yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. So I'm all over the place. There's 427 parks, man. I haven't got to all of them yet. Well, well, maybe we'll, we'll get there. We'll, we'll see how many you're up to in, in a couple <laughs> months when you're back. <laughs> Mr. Hill, thanks for being with us again. Yeah, thank you, my friend. Appreciate Absolutely you. Absolutely glad Looking to have you Looking good, here. man. Well, thanks. You too. All right, partner. You're, you're, you're losing some weight. The running must be working. I'm trying to be like you when I grow up.
Mm, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's another edition of Connect with County Leaders uh, for you. Uh, Fairfax County Executive Brian Hill, he'll be back in two months, and we hope you will join us for the next months as well as the following month when Mr. Hill is back with us. This has been the Connect with County Leaders podcast. To listen to other great Fairfax County podcasts, visit fairfaxcounty.gov podcasts. And for additional audio content, tune into Fairfax County Government Radio at fairfaxcounty.gov radio. For more Fairfax County news and event information, visit News Center online at fairfaxcounty.gov news. You also may call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329, weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m., or email publicaffairs at fairfaxcounty.gov. The Connect with County Leaders podcast is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government.